Welcome to the Amplify Clearwater Show, powered by 13th Avenue Media. We are very excited to take you on a journey to learn more about the incredible businesses, nonprofits, and community leaders that are here in Clearwater and Clearwater Beach. If you feel so inclined, please share this with somebody who might also enjoy it, subscribe, and write a review. Thank you for joining us and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Amplify Clearwater 13th Avenue Media Collab Extraordinaire. I'm making that up as I go because I think it sounds fantastic. So we are going to have some fun on this interview. We have Scott Goyer here, who is the 2020 board chair of Amplify Clearwater. Woohoo! And we have Amanda, who is the president, who you heard last week uh, at the inaugural recording of this wonderful new media channel that all the businesses in Clearwater will be highlighted in. So Scott, not only are you the board chair, but you're like the president of the YMCA of Suncoast. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. Nice to be here. Honored. We're glad you're here. We're happy. I'm just meeting Scott for the first time, so this is going to be as much fun for me as it is for the audience. Amanda already knows Scott. I'm going to learn all about you. We want to know the person behind the title. So, Scott, what kind of family did you grow up in? So, uh, if you ask my wife, I was raised by Warden June Cleaver. Um, <laughs> so, my, my, uh, my father uh, was a YNCA leader. Actually, my, my parents met at a Bible college, a little small Bible college in Providence, Rhode Island. Rhode Island got married, uh, had my sister, and then me right after that, my brother right after that. And um, so stepping stones for kids. Um, so uh, kind of your traditional uh, nuclear family. And uh, the, uh, my father uh, was an ordained minister, but didn't never had a church, went right into YMCA work and uh, served the YMCA for 37 years before passing away. So had uh, my mom's still alive, is 85, 86 years old and lives here in the community. So That's kinda, incredible. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have, you really have the YMCA in your blood. Yeah, my first memory of the YMCA is actually, my dad was driving the school bus to day camp and I think I was probably three or four years old. I was sitting behind him while I was driving the school bus. So yes, the YMCA has kind of been core to my my being and um, I've seen the, the great many lives that it has impacted and affected not only through my father's career, but also then through mine. So can you tell the audience a little bit more about the YMCA? I think for a lot of people that haven't had the great experience to work with the YMCA or visit a YMCA, I think that I know how much value you provide to the communities and for the children and also for adults. So can you give us a little background? We can go back to the real history, history of the Y, but that would that takes a little bit longer than, than we may have today. So uh, the Y today is, if I had to paraphrase exactly what we do, we strengthen communities. We make this, we make our communities in which we are serving a better place in which to live. And we do that through youth development. And I paraphrase that by that every child lives to their fullest God-given potential. We do that through healthy living and all the programs that you see and some that you don't see and understand that we do. Uh, and then through social responsibility, which we talk about as volunteerism and philanthropy. Uh, so 
within that context, our mission is to put Christian principles into practice through programs that build healthy spirit, mind, and body for all. And so it's about programs and about program implementation. Those are all told to us by the community. What the, what, what's the gaps that exist in our community? And the why, I've been talking about this lately, the why has been about filling gaps from, from, the, from its inception in 1844. The why has always been about filling gaps. And the gaps that we're filling currently are around um, the achievement gap, gap work. So helping kids achieve um, better. We're, we're one of the largest before and after school providers of care uh, for working families in the, in the nation. And our Y locally does that in three or four different counties. Um, we have obviously water safety. Um, uh, one of the big things we're working right now on is in particular around the, the concept of prevention of child sexual abuse. Mm. Uh, so some prevention activities as well. Uh, and that's for, for our youth. And we fill that gap. Um, and when working parents, both parents had to go to back to work, so I was there to help provide that, um, provide that opportunity, that service. So it's been about filling gaps. And one of the gaps around healthy living and childhood obesity and uh, diabetes prevention, all those kind of programs that um, the community identifies as, as, as necessary or needs, the wife fills them. That's incredible. My other personality, Scott, is the doctor whisperer. So I work with a lot ah. of doctors and we do um, an event every year called Playing Unplugged that is to fight childhood obesity. And yeah. we've been doing it for years now. And it really is some of the greatest work I've ever seen is to, to try to help uh, a child learn about nutrition and exercise and the importance. So, so thank you for all the work that you do. I know how important the YMCA is. And Amanda, maybe you could jump in and just talk about you know, how excited you are to have Scott as part of Amplify Clearwater. Careful. Happy to. Um, <laughs> I really had his arm twisted and if he had known probably eight or ten months ago that um, he would be sitting here facing all the things that we are facing collectively as, as a community and as a nation, he might have said hell no and run screaming from it. Um, but instead he's chosen to stand and, and lead and, and to be just such a wonderful support system for us at Amplify. So I'm very honored to have him as my chair. I couldn't have asked for a better, a better chair to have as a resource going through some of the things that we've experienced post-merger. So um, I'm very grateful for him and for his leadership. And, and knowing that that leadership is, has a foundation in faith um, means an awful lot to me personally. Mm, that's Amanda, wonderful. Thank you. That, that's kind. Thank you, Amanda. You can pay her later. So <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure she accepts Venmo. So, um, so Scott, I, I, I know you, I even know what that is. I'm impressed, right? That's how hip you are. I mean, obviously. <laughs> so, um, I feel like I know the answer to this question, considering who, uh, what your earliest memory was of, of the YMCA, but I'm still going to ask, um, who were your early mentors? Um, so obviously my father, my, my father passed away way too early, uh, especially I get closer to his age and when she passed away. Uh, but, um, so he was a mentor, he was a father, he was a colleague and he was a friend. So it was really a very, uh, interesting combination of all of that, that went into that. Uh, I had some uh, really, um, influential individuals in my life and that interestingly, strangely enough, they're not maybe strangely enough, but. Uh, one was a gentleman that was a, a day camp counselor of mine when I think I was 10 or 11 years old. 
His name was Lauren Weissman. I still remember his name. I still, I could hear his voice if he spoke. He was the gentleman that kind of, not even convinced me, but it was because I wanted to be, I wanted to emulate him uh, that I went to the school, the, the college I went to that happened to be founded for the purpose of developing YNCA leaders. So as a junior in high school, I made a decision to go into YWORK. Um, but I think that uh, what, what, what I take away from that is that when we talk about role models and we talk about individuals that can have an impact and influence our lives, sometimes we never know the kind of mm -hmm. impact that someone's going to have or that we may have on somebody. So I think if you're working with kids, you're working with adults, whoever you're working with, work with people. Uh, I think it's always important for us to remember that we never know who's looking and we never know what kind of impact that we're going to be able to have. And, and hopefully it will be a positive influence. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. I think it's so true. I think um, we have to we have to be careful what we say because we don't know who's watching, especially our children. You yeah. know, um, they're they're really listening. So, Scott, let me ask you another question. Why are you so passionate about the work that you do? And I feel like you know, <laughs> it's it's really in your blood. Just knowing that you've been part of the of the YMCA for over thirty years in your in your position, but really such a legacy in your family. Um, why are you so passionate about it? Yeah, I think that um, a couple things. A, um, I, I kind of made a decision. I've been on my 40th year, I think, in, in YMCA work. But I, I kind of made a decision to, to go into Y work based on watching what my dad was able to do in a small community in upstate New York. And a, a community of 50,000 people, over 1,000 people came to his going away party. And I was like, holy crap, one man can have that level of impact and, and have that influence on in a community and see what that meant. I, I think the, the fact that I get to work with a great group of people, both employees and volunteers, uh, my, our organization is volunteer-led, not unlike Amplify Clearwater. Uh, it is a volunteer-led program. Uh, I work for a group of volunteers. Um, it, it has name recognition, it's an entity that has name recognition, but it, it has that name recognition because it's earned it. Uh, it, it really has become um, a mainstay in a community. It, it makes a difference and it, and it moves and changes enough to respond to community needs. And I'll give one example and, and um, recent example. So when COVID hit and we closed all of our YMCA facilities and our school, the schools got closed where we serve about 4,000 kids every day before and after school. Um, we quickly repositioned our YMCAs because we knew there was going to be a need of those essential care workers who had to go to work and they had to put their children someplace. And so we were able to quickly um, repurpose our YMCA facilities where we could then provide essential worker care. We did that for 10 weeks. Uh, through the generous support of a number of um, individuals in our community and companies and businesses in our community, uh, we were able to do that at a significantly reduced rate to make it affordable for everyone who was able to do that. And so we averaged about 300 kids every day through our four counties, um, which allowed those people, both frontline workers and what were deemed essential workers, to go to work mm -hmm. and know that their children were going to be safe and an environment that was going to be supportive and, and protective. That's fantastic. So um, thank you for all the work that you do. I want to have a little, uh, a little fun before we 
wrap up and ask you a few questions that'll embarrass you. I'm kidding. Um, Amanda, well, first or last time. <laughs> I'm not sure if you share the same favorite book, but Amanda's is Good Night Moon. Ah. ah. <laughs> we want to know. We I want, like Good Night Moon. Right? We want to know some of your favorite books, Scott. Well, um, so I'll go with a, a childhood favorite book. And that's a book called Paddle to the Sea. I'm reading that currently to my uh, seven-year-old grandson. Uh, it's called Paddle to the Sea. It's an adventure of a, um, a carved out uh, boat. Uh, and it's the adventure of this moving through the Great Lakes from the rivers, the headwaters to the Great Lakes all the way out into the Atlantic Ocean and the adventures that Paddle has. So that's, that's from a childhood memory as well as one that I'm trying to impart uh, with my, uh, my, my grandchildren. The, um, probably from a perspective of work, um, I would say all writings of Patrick Lencioni on the five, uh, uh, five Temptations of a CEO um, is, a, is a great book that I enjoy. He's a fable writer and I enjoy that because it's small and quick through. Um, Good to Great uh, is, is another one that I would have. And then for fun reading, I enjoy uh, kind of the disconnect stuff. But my probably my favorite fun book uh, would be War and Remembrance and Winds of War by mm -hmm. Herman Woke. And then I would say uh, Pillars of the Earth by Ken Follett would be the, the ones that I would say were my favorites. Mm. I love to hear of all the books that you read. <laughs> That's awesome. Have you read Never Eat Alone by Keith Ferrazzi? I have not. Ooh, like sounds that. like I need to add that to my list. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a real good one. Um, Amanda, is there anything else that you want to, oh, I do know that I want to talk to you um, before you go about what have, what have you learned personally through this COVID-19 crisis and, and professionally? Um, I, I would say personally, um, and Amanda talked about this, I, I have fallen back on my faith uh, to guide and lead me. And uh, I, th I think that has uh, been something that has been able to keep a stabilizing force uh, in my life is my, my, uh, my faith in Jesus Christ. I would, I would say that personally has been something that I've learned from this. Professionally, I would say uh, how much I truly, truly value uh, my leadership team. Uh, I cannot say enough about the YMCA leaders in our community that have stepped up, that have stepped into spaces that have that have given of themselves from an energy perspective uh, more than anyone could ever expect and have done it with a lot of sacrifices to do it. Um, not unlike what Amanda and her team have done. Uh, I've been wildly impressed with what Amanda and team, her team have done in this uh, by making uh, Amplify a key part of uh, both information and the recovery. So um, those are, I'd say personally that, uh, how much I really enjoy my family, which is great. Uh, and then uh, I'd say professionally, the, the, the respect for that, that I have for my leadership team. That's amazing. So um, for anybody that is listening or watching that is not currently a member of the Amplify Clearwater Chamber, what would you say is uh, some of the great benefits of being part of this community? Being a member of Amplify, they're one of the greatest benefits. I, I'd say it, it is, um, some of it is access. And I think that is something that uh, 
we don't always have in our different businesses, but Amplify, because of its reputation, because of its ability to be connected to, to some of the people in our community that are of influence, um, I'd say that one of the great benefits being a member of Amplify is the fact that you have access. Uh, you have influence as a group, as a collective, you can speak uh, in, in a much uh, louder voice uh, because uh, you are uh, more, your voice is stronger because of its, uh, it's connected to Amplify as well. Um, getting out and about meeting people, uh, which is more challenging than ever before. Um, and uh, to uh, the credit of the team and Amanda at Amplify, finding other venues that aren't necessarily meet and greet and handshakes and cocktails, uh, still being able to be connected uh, is, is another uh, piece. And it's a voice. I think Amplify is a voice for business in our community. It's a voice that's heard uh, and it's a voice that's sought out. Uh, so I think those would be some of the, the main reasons. I think that's great. Not to mention you get to hang out with Amanda. I mean, you know. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, just check out the mask she has behind her head there. You can oh, have yes. Amplify Clearwater mask. Yes, Amplify Clearwater, that's right. Branded masks available at the chamber. That's another good resource. And, and there you go. what you get in is your own Amplify Clearwater reusable washable mask. Beautiful. And God knows we need to have many since we all have to wear them right now, which is a good thing. So, Scott, we are so grateful that you are here today. Amanda, I'm sure you would agree. Absolutely. Thank you, Scott. My pleasure. Thanks. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity and uh, keep up the good work. Thanks for allowing us an opportunity to amplify Clearwater. We appreciate you, Scott. Thank right. you. Thanks. You Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'd love for you to share it with somebody else who might be interested in learning more about Clearwater and Clearwater Beach. To learn more about sponsorship, please reach out to Jennifer Burrow. Her email address is Jenny, J-E-N-I, at AmplifyClearwater.com. Thank you. Thank you.